0: Welcome to The Constant Struggle, I'm Nick Watson.
1: I'm Bree Watson. This is episode 43 of The Constant Struggle and it features... Uh,
0: Jason Liu, local comic book writer.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh! We thought we were going one way, but we went another way.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Jason's worked on some super cool uh, comics, uh, most notably his own.
0: The pitiful human lizard.
1: Man. which is a,
0: a Toronto-based superhero
1: yeah and we'll ask him a bunch of questions about what it's like being a, a comic book writer and artist and... in the Toronto yeah
0: and some Captain Canuck stuff too Ooh. huge huge dude in the Canadian world of comics
1: get to strap on your superhero horns here we go Ha-ha. <laughs> Them a couple shout-outs. Yeah, oh are we right, we're doing on. this? Yeah, it's just, we're on. going. Yeah. Uh,
0: welcome to the Constant Struggle. I'm just doing that to make me feel like I'm going into my podcast like normal. Uh, we're at the Northern Bell today, Bree and I. Say hi Bree. Hi!
1: I'm and, here.
0: Yep, Bree's here. And today we're Talking time. to Jason... Today? This, this, this afternoon? This afternoon? We're talking to Jason Whenever Liu. you're listening to it, we're
1: listening to Jason Liu. I
0: mean, normally we tell people when in the day to listen to it, so they don't get weirded out by the time difference, but I guess you can listen to it whenever this time, guys.
1: Whatever. Are uh, we going to be drinking this water? If not, I'll just move
2: it right out
0: of the way. Or can I pour you some water? No, I'm good. I, I got mine. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay, we have beer. beer. That's more
1: important. <laughs>
0: At cool. the Northern Bell Pub. That's right. And is this location uh, Trinity yeah. Bellwoods? Are we still in that yeah, vicinity? It is, yeah, it's right near yeah. Trinity Bellwoods. Which is in Hamilton? No, no Toronto.
2: We're still in Toronto, <laughs> right? Dennis Street on Toronto.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Nick, like, why don't you uh, get us get us started? Yeah. Well,
0: I'm all over the place with my questions, uh, but Jason, you're primarily working on your own comic book yes. set here in Toronto. Yes. And, that's so cool. Yep. Yeah, and he is called the Pitiful Human Lizard. <laughs>
1: Ooh.
0: And do, um...
1: So wait, maybe we should, like, start right off the get-go. Like, Jason, you make comic books. Yeah,
2: I write and draw letter, um, color, uh... Incan? Uh, Incan. <laughs> janitor, <laughs> duties, mail clerk, all, like, all over that series, yeah.
1: Cool. For, yeah, for your comic. That's yeah. so cool. yeah. Uh, for
2: Chapter House Comics, great. Yeah, but, oh, hey. with Captain Canuck. Oh,
1: great! Yay.
0: Uh, but Jay, you started off the book before and moving over to Chapter House. Like you're, you're your own publisher for a bit too, right?
2: Yeah, I was. Uh, uh, it sort of started out as a Kickstarter, oh, cool. and uh, then I, I released about like five issues before. Uh, watching in between, like I met Fatty Hakeem, who's the CEO of uh, Chapter House, and also.
0: The, the co-owner diner owner of, of uh,
2: Lakeview, yeah, and um, like he, he he was doing stuff with Captain Canuck, and I was doing stuff with and Lizard, and and there were articles, there was like news articles that were noticing this this Canadian Research. superhero renaissance, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and like my superhero and, and Captain Canuck would share. The same the, universe. Same, well, that. Well, that would be in the same articles. Oh, great. Yeah. Where, okay. like, Fatty was like, well, we saw each other at a uh, industry night party, and, and he was like, J- you're Jason of Pitiful Humanist. I was like, yeah, you're Fatty of uh, Captain Canuck. And he was like, I've been meaning to get a hold of you. He was like, Fatty, I've been meaning to get a hold of you. <laughs> awesome. Uh Because we, we both shared uh, an interest in, in having this, this shared Canadian superhero universe. Kind of like what Marvel's doing, but Canadian. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Don't let yeah. anybody tell
1: you networking isn't important, right? No, exactly.
2: <laughs> so uh, I had to make sure I had like five issues in the pocket uh, before they can continue on with the series hmm. through Chapter House. So, okay. Yeah. So they so once it once got taken the... over, they reprinted issues one to five. Then, uh, yeah, like yeah, they take care of the the distribution and. and Promotions and production. Oh yeah, because well, you would have had to do that
0: for yourself. I did that you... all my. That's like, were doing before. E- yeah. Exactly.
2: Like, yeah. That's and, so cool. And like I was distributing, like when I was doing it on my own, like I would make trips to all the comic book stores around. But now, like they they have their own distributor to that that distributes comics to, like all the the shops around the world. Oh,
1: nice. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about that element of it anymore. So how were you doing when you were just doing it yourself? Well, actually, I want to go even way back. I don't know how you got into, like, creating comics in the first place. Were you just, like, a big fan of comics when you were
2: growing up? Definitely. Like, when I was, like, five, uh, you know, like, when when my parents and I would go to the convenience store and I'd beg my parents for, like, a comic book, whether it was Batman or it was, like, I had like new mutants, like Ooh. for like a seven year old, which is weird. <laughs> uh...
0: Isn't that where like the first, like Alpha Flight showed up first or something? Like the Canadian superheroes and. I, 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 I didn't really know okay, Alpha
2: Flight, like, back when I grew up, uh, until, like, maybe when I was, like, nine or something. But, cool.
0: but at first, it was just, like, like awesome mutants, Yeah, yep.
2: awesome comic books. And then I would just make my own comic books, uh, like, drawings, staple them together into a booklet, yep. and then it evolved to, like, ooh, like, exactly. uh, like now I know how to... Uh, use a photocopier <laughs> yeah, right, and make right. my own scenes in high nice. schools and. Oh, dude! So, so. you were always a, a good
1: artist too.
2: Well, you know, I, I don't think I was like good at the time, but <laughs> I, I practiced it. Yeah. And, yeah, and I just wanted to tell stories through my art. Cool.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That you like. That's something that you realized at a young age too. That you were like, okay.
2: And you kept like you working. Work on like, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I, like I I didn't want to just just be an artist and just draw stuff. Like I wanted to like draw things in the context of the story. And um, yeah, so I studied a uh, studied illustrations in Sheridan College, and like learning how to storyboard and stuff like that. Yep. Did some internship with Raid Uh, Raid. Is the acronym for Royal Academy of uh, Illustration Design? Great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that I, 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 sounds so terrifying. I, 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 at the, yeah. At, at the time, like it's just like a crack team of artists <laughs> that show up. Well, like Chip Zdarsky was a member. That name's familiar. Chip Zdarsky now, he well he he, he was he's an award winner, like co uh, co creator of Sex Criminals for Image Comics, and he's now oh, writing wow. for Spider Man. Oh, cool. And tons of other Marvel stuff. Well, he's also writing for like. Thing right now, and in, in Human Torch, oh
1: um,
2: and Kagan McCloud was also a member of, of uh, Raid, and, and Cameron Stewart as I well.
1: I just think it makes sense that the acronym for this like company of people who look over like comic
0: books is like <laughs> sort of yeah. yeah.
2: It, it still continues. They they uh, with new, they have like new members now, right. uh, and yeah, they're they're based out in uh, on College Street. Cool. It's not that far from here.
1: Nice.
2: So, so, yeah, the, I learned a lot from them. So, there's a
1: lot going on. It sounds like there's a lot going on in Toronto right Toronto now. Toronto
0: is booming. Like, I didn't realize until I went where I met you at the Mississauga <laughs> Comic Con. Uh, shout out to that. Um, y- I think there, you just... don't
1: have to say separately, shout, shout out, out to something because, like, just by saying it. It was the shout out. out. Yeah. But okay. thanks because I,
2: I did uh, coordinate that. There you oh, go. Cool. Yeah.
0: Oh, did you? Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was. I've, oh. I've heard about it, but I kept missing it beforehand, and that was the first time I got to go, and... Uh, I go to Image Collections in Mississauga, right. and Todd's always trying to tell me to go for it. And yeah. it, Todd runs, uh, shout out to Todd. <laughs> I just did that to picture. Shout out. Um, so yeah, I went along, and I was like, oh, I should tell people that we have a podcast, and we can get comics folks on this. <laughs> and yeah, so that worked out awesome, because yeah, were- I just got into human, Pitiful Human Lizard, Uh, A couple months before that, I was like, "This is gonna be cool."
2: (laughs) Through Todd, through Image collections, yeah, because he had like a
0: little section for Canadian, like local talent. Right, right. And I'm like, "Well, might as well do that. Like, support the local guys and stuff." He's a good guy. Yeah, and it was your book was really fun and awesome and super local. So, like, the first thing is. I was going through the first uh, five books, and you at, right off the jump, you're going to the ROM A G O Roger Center. It's all like proper Toronto locations. Yeah, uh, I mean, mean,
2: well, Roger Center was only like maybe like two pages. Uh, that's enough for me. I love yeah. stadiums. <laughs> I mean, but. I mean, like yeah, there, there are some touristy parts, but then like, yeah, it, like uh... the human lizard. He, he's a resident of Parkdale, and like, uh, so, so there are like other like places that. Tourists of Toronto don't know about. Like, every location in the comic is an actual spot in oh, Toronto. Oh,
0: yeah, because uh, I just saw the lake view earlier today when I was rereading it. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to this place in the comic <laughs> book. <laughs> so that was cool. And you can see the milkshake inside. places on the outside. Exactly. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, so, that, oh, cool. I wasn't sure if you're totally doing everything or, like, if you just do generic buildings every once in a while. No, no that,
2: no, that was one of the challenges that I was. Uh, that I, I wanted to make clear when I was doing the series, I didn't want to just draw generic buildings that yeah. didn't fit the CN Tower in the background because that's a huge cop-out. And, like, I, I, I want the series to be a love letter to Toronto. Oh,
0: yeah, that's so totally you gotta coming across. Well. I was going to say, like, with the, with the bigger tourist splits, were you building, like, uh, the future branding project for the... Uh, um, PHL? P- PHL? Were you going for, like, a reality tour, kind of? <laughs> Thing to get to in, the, in later years, like people can tour all the locales from the comic book. Wow. And stuff like well, yeah, did
1: that with Scott Pilgrim. Didn't yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I've been told some of my fans that, like, when I visited Toronto, like they recognize some of the spots that I've highlighted in my comic. Sneaky
0: D's springs to mind right away. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even think you wrote it on there. You just had, like, the little skull, and I was like, yeah, you're a Sneaky D's. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I think
1: the you know, only reason you know about Sneaky it's D's... It's from Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I felt the book really... Like, the early Pilgrim books felt like it could go into superhero territory. It was like, he was almost going to go there, but you just went fully like, yeah, he's a superhero. Mm -hmm. And he's embracing that and Toronto at the same time. And
2: yeah, before Human Lizard, like, Scott Pilgrim's like, probably like, one of the few notable Toronto comic books. Yeah. That's totally Uh, Toronto,
0: not generic. Resin
2: like, Marvel has near York covered, but so many titles, uh, where, like, yeah, I, I think Toronto needs more I mean yeah I think uh, uh, Toronto needs to be celebrated more in the comics and it's great to see a series like the the Toronto Comics Anthology as well like they they have like a wide range of stories that highlight the city and uh, they're on their fourth
1: volume right now nice yeah Uh, Uh, I've got some questions Okay. So, so far this podcast has been, like, hugely filled with, like, comedians.
2: Right. <laughs> so,
1: I was say, can you tell me a little bit, and, like, the listeners who know maybe not much about comics, what
2: is your comic about? Oh, what's my comic about? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's a, it's about a nine-to-five office clerk who masquerades as a superhero, but he's not that great at it. <laughs> he, he, he's not as resourceful as Tony Stark or not as powerful as Thor or uh, Superman, but he has he makes do with what limited resources that he has. It and
1: sounds like the
2: quintessential Toronto superhero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yeah, he, he, he's just this humble like just very modest underdog superhero uh, like just this, this, this a regular guy that's just trying his best to be the superhero that our city needs cool. and he's not motivated be- by like the death of his parents because his parents are still around
1: and um, they're adorable in the yeah. too.
2: and uh, but yeah it, it's just for the sake of Doing good for the
1: city. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did what in um, what year about did you start or did you create this character? <laughs>
2: uh, ever since high school.
1: High school. I was gonna oh, say, I'm trying to so see if like we're connecting the dots. I was I was gonna ask, like, did Rob Ford come on the scene and you were like, Oh, we need this superhero comic, or was there something, was there other stuff going around in the no.
2: city that you were like well, when, when I was doing a shin- okay, so yeah, like Kim Lizard was a character that I, I did in high school. Uh he, he went through different transformations and, and in college as well like I brought him back and then I, I think I well I did it I definitely was successful this time around uh, because yeah when I did the Kickstarter it, it, it was for uh, a one it was for like a double sized debut issue a 52 cool. page origin story and when I was advertising this like doing the whole Kickstarter campaign yep. and then like, uh, like BlogTO and Toronto Star and, oh, nice. and Globe and Mail started to take notice of it, and then more people were interested, and they were like, "Okay, so is Rob Ford gonna show up?" And I got right. like that question asked frequently. Oh, I'm sorry. And you're up. like, "No, I can't
0: spare the panels." Well, yeah,
2: like I didn't want it to be political, but then yeah. it was. Oh uh, man, yeah. But then he was doing—he was just doing <laughs> a lot of stupid stuff at, like near the point where when I, when I was. When I was like close to production,
1: yeah,
2: uh, the end of production, that I was like, you know, I'm I'm gonna fit this one page with, with <laughs> like a, a spoof of this guy and call him like Rab the Malevolent, and he's
0: oh like, God, that's who he <laughs> Okay, yeah, <laughs> so it, it's
2: it's a, it's a guy that looks like Rob Ford who is possessed with like this cosmic demon, uh, and and has like this has this Jack Kirby aesthetic to his costume, and he he returns again in issue number two. And then I, I think I kind of like dismissed him in issue number five and saying like that's that's the end of him <laughs> because I
0: believe Wonder uh, Mother Wonder threw him to Buffalo. Yeah, at exactly. some point, and they kind of like. <laughs>
2: yes.
1: I mean that's pretty telling considering Buffalo is part of a country that now has yeah, they're the, they're going... like n- mega rub for oh right gosh, the country yeah. Now. Sorry, I did not want to make this political. I just had to ask. It if just went there. Yeah, if there was like. I don't know, when you come up with a superhero that like, lives wants in to preserve the good of Toronto. <laughs> Toronto the good. What was it in reaction to something? Because I know it, like, um, I remember I took a course in college that was about, like, uh, superheroes kind of in general. Uh-huh. And it was, the sociological consensus was more comic books and, uh, and like, superheroes come out during the World mo- War II. During wars, and that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. During when, like, when times are really crappy in And it was to help
0: younger people like feel empowered and hope and stuff like that. So you get Superman. Then
1: you'll keep getting another like more and more influx like the worst like every time there's another war. Yeah. Except now they're like.
0: And then 9/11, the guy's go and help the firemen dig people out of the building and stuff like that. Yeah. But now it's kind of chill, so.
1: So uh, they're just everywhere all the time.
0: Yeah, (laughs) they're just hanging out, riding on top of. Yeah, which is
1: big. It's good. It's entertaining. It's
2: fun. Well, and and, and Canada needs our... Like, we need our own role models. We can't keep looking to the South uh, for for heroes. And, like, yeah, superheroes are... Our modern day mythology right now. Yes. So,
1: was it difficult at first, like when you're doing it yourself? Like, like did you get, were you able to get any funding or anything from the government when you were working on it, or was it just completely self-funded? It,
2: it, it was. Well, it, it was through Kickstarter. Yeah. So it, it, Kickstarter. Okay. So, so, right, yeah. so people that wanted to see it happen, they, like, I, I just charged like a, a reasonable fee of like, like a, the pre-order yeah. order cost. So, if you wanted a copy of this book. Of, like I was charging, uh, ten bucks for a fifty-two page full color book, which is not much for an indie yeah. uh, run. And yeah, it, it, it so it got about like over two hundred people. Then cool. made I made about a thousand copies and uh, distribute them myself. It, and like, where did you get it made? Um. Just
0: like a print? No, it wouldn't
2: have been it, no, a digital shopper. Uh, a lot of the great printers. Or in Montreal. No, oh, okay. uh, Quebec. Yeah, Quebec. All right, because they
0: actually do, like, all the, the big books, like DC and Marvel is exactly. done in Quebec. Exactly,
2: yeah. Knowing that, like, I, I wanted my book to be in the same high quality as, like, the DC and Marvel books. Yeah. So, so if my book was to go on the shelf, like, it would stand out as as much as Spider-Man and, and uh, Batman. And the comic book store owners won't have to, like, put it in the niche like Xerox mini comic section. Yeah.
0: It's a proper book. Yeah, exactly. And, like, full color, looks great. Yeah. Nice covers too. Yeah. And then when when you read the story, it's
2: like surprise it's yeah, it's, it's a good, super like, good fun. story. Yeah. What, like
0: I I love how Canadian it is. It's like you know American comics are super brash. Every character is ultra confident about themselves and their place in the universe. Whereas your guys seem like they're just doing their job. They're doing it because they love to help people as well. And there, there's, like, so much of them just hanging out and talking as well. It's, it's yeah. super Toronto, like, laid-back vibe feeling.
2: Uh, but now that it's part of Chapper House, it is part of, a, like, a bigger universe with, like, Captain Canuck and, and Northgard where you have those superheroes that... that how take is, this superhero genre seriously. How is the loser
0: going to put up... Like, is he going to just be losing his shit all the time? Like, I can't believe I'm working with Captain Canuck and stuff. No! Uh, like, they, they, no, they, they,
2: they've actually teamed up... I haven't <laughs> gotten there yet. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they've teamed up in, in the Summer Special uh, 2016 issue with Justin Trudeau on the cover. And he even wrote, like, an introduction letter cool. to that comic, too. Uh, but, yeah, like, yeah. The, the Human Lizard... I, I co-wrote that with Kelman, who was... Writing Captain Kanek at the time, and I, I treated I, I I wrote the Human Lizard as if he was like the little brother that's jealous of, of Captain Kanek oh, because because nice. yeah like he here's this you know Human Lizard who's this working class superhero who's like working his best to try to get some notoriety and then you yeah. have like Captain Kanek who is part of a corporation that uh, uh, called Equilibrium who funds his gear and and all that, so...
0: Total yeah,
2: there, there is, like, a lot of uh, tension between those two characters.
0: I'm looking forward to reading about that, Yeah. Okay, so you had to have five...
1: You You're saying you had to have five issues yeah. out before Random House... Uh, not Random House. Yeah. Uh, Chapter House. Chapter House uh, picked it up. And was that just, like, they just wanted to make sure you had the story going in the right direction? Well, uh, I think they, yeah,
2: just they wanted to make sure that they can... Depend on, on me getting the work done on time, and um, also just to have like enough material to just turn that into a, a trade paperback right. too. Uh, but yeah, that that's the thing about like, well, you know, when you're submitting your work to to independent publishers, like they want to make sure that you, you can get deliver. the work done. Yeah, you can deliver.
0: Had you done a book before? I've
2: I've I've For, done like some like. Independent stuff like on my own, like, yeah, a, like some. Like I did one uh, mini series, like a teen spy <laughs> drama thing that was like black and white. Uh, uh I, I like, I, I did like a a past incarnation of, of Human Lizard, <laughs> but but I was like a 16 page black and white thing that I would only sell at the cafeteria in college or, or high school. Uh, I, I did some educational stuff for, like, uh, some educational stuff that was published and distributed through Scholastic. Nice. Uh, also and, local. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I, I did a Canadian G.I. Joe comic. Oh,
1: cool. Yeah. How does that... was it called? Like, private...
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> well, it, still, it, it, Canadian, it, it, it was G. called... G. It was for sort of this Canadian G.I. Joe convention that ah, uh, awesome. ran for... Uh, for three or four years, cool. and and you would have like a, a comic as like an exclusive for for fans that went to oh, that so comic. Cool. Okay. Yeah.
1: So now that you're with Chapter House, mm-hmm. uh, is it like do you have an expectation to deliver a certain amount of new stories every so often, or how does that work?
2: Yeah. Uh, my last contract, I was expected to do uh, six yeah. issues a year. Cool. Okay. Uh, and then now with the with your. Uh, yeah. With all the other titles that just got added into uh, our universe, like we're making it consistent with like four issues a year, okay. and they work as seasons, kind of like oh, a nice. TV show, cool. yeah. and and they're they're like all the series are are connected. But you don't have to like buy all the the books to like appreciate like one okay. title. So they
1: make sense like on their own as a standalone and as well.
2: But exactly. it's not like a full on crossover
0: where you have to be like, let's see what happens to the human lizard in Captain Canuck number seventy five. Right? No,
2: I mean, I mean, like th- there there will be some crossovers
0: of like, yeah, but it's yeah. not exclusively that. Much. Wow, yeah. I just got excited there. <laughs> I, it, have, right? I have feelings about crossovers sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I do not want to buy Dick Grayson's book right
1: now. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
2: like yeah, like uh, Captain Canuck uh in a, in a current Captain Canuck season, uh there's this alien invasion happening in Young and Denneth Square, and of course you'll find a human lizard somewhere in the background. Trying to doing trying doing to help thing. out and stuff, yeah. Exactly, with like people just panicking in, in the well, they streets. Would, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Young and Dundas, for sure, be yeah.
0: panicking. You know who'd love that? All the religious people down in Young and Dundas. Go see, I told you." <laughs>
1: <laughs> you didn't read my sign.
0: <laughs> the uh, end is Nye. It's right, right here, guys. This is the nigh. So, Chapter House is, um, it feels like it's, as an entity, it's getting bigger. Like, Totally. Total more investment? Is that maybe somebody's come on board recently to help things out a bit? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it,
2: it it was like May when it was announced that Jay Bershaw has become our chief creative officer. Oh, cool. But yeah, he he's uh, he actually came on like one of our like writers' summit meetings last year around this time, like November or something. Uh, and, like I was probably the first time I actually got to like meet him in person uh-huh. like with like all the other writers as we were planning as we were sharing ideas for our 2017 stories because he was scheduled to do like this uh, he was scheduled to do uh, the origin story of Captain Canuck for free comic book day that oh, nice. came out in May uh, yeah, uh, issue number one it was part one of uh, of a three part series uh, but uh, it turns out he, he's he's he has more involvement now. He's gonna be doing uh, some other series. Uh, is he gonna do a goon book? Cause that feels like. Something... No, oh, okay. I think his no.
1: interest is to eventually turn this into like film or anything. Is that like kind of like when you? Get that, that's somebody like him.
2: That, that's definitely yeah. That's that's definitely in the works. Cool. Yeah. That
1: guy's got his fingers in everything, man. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's on. He's back on. Uh, not back on. He's on Letterkenny now, like. Yeah. So he's like, I think he sees as soon as he sees things are like interesting and cool, he wants. He goes to put for his it. Yeah. yeah, which is great because I think we need more people like celebrating Canadian, like good Canadian content.
2: Yeah, and he, he, he's a he's a big comic book fan too, right. and and for Chapter has to be the only superhero uh, publisher that that's Canadian. Yeah. Like, uh, of course you would want to ride that, especially when. He's so patriotic as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. He has a huge dedication to, like, artists in Canada, like <laughs> Artists and performers in Canada, which is, like, not... Which is not so always you, Yeah, most yeah. of them Like when you would get To the level of success That Jay Baruchel had You would just move To the States Right? Yeah, yeah uh, But he continues To make like Really great Canadian films Continues to make Like work on Really cool Canadian projects I'm not
0: Like Rogan's doing Comic book stuff too Because he's doing uh, The Preacher TV show Who? Uh, Seth Rogan
1: Oh, Seth Rogen. Okay Yeah yeah. But probably
2: uh, like bad. like is keeping it all Canadian. In Canada, yeah, yeah. So.
1: Does like does he just
0: live in Toronto now?
2: He does, yeah. I always thought he was a Montreal
0: guy, so I guess he just moved over.
1: Uh, I mean, uh,
0: well, he
2: has family in, in Montreal, so yeah. Probably
1: depends where he's shooting and mm. stuff
0: too. Cool. So how did that? How did that feel for you when you're when Chapter House approached you? It was like, yes, this is gonna happen, or um.
2: Yes, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to share oh, this because no well, or I'm, well, I think it was it was it was all in the past. Like th- like there was a story before he officially joined on, and like and I remember like I was at Fatty's house as we were putting together uh, the, the collected volume of Human Lizard uh-huh. Volume One, and and at that time he was already. Planning an animated uh, Well he, yeah, he was planning this 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 second season of Captain Conark the animated series.
0: Oh wait, wait, so sorry, I meant for you joining Chapter House, but it happened at the same time as Jay coming on board as well. Well,
2: i am gonna lead into that. Okay, cool, sorry, yeah, yeah. I need to put some background to this yeah, because <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I, thought I asked my like, question. Because, thought, okay. No, because
2: because I'm gonna get to the point because okay. Fatty was like Hey, we're, we're thinking of having Human Lizard in uh, the animated short of Captain Canuck. Oh, my God. Who would you want to voice as Human Lizard? And I gave him two names. And I gave him, like, one name, and then I gave him Jay Beershaw. And then he's like, okay, you know what? In the end of the week, I'm going to try to get something done and then let you know. And then uh, within a few days, he, Fatty told me... Uh, uh, like this, like this text message that he had, and like he and and Jay's enthusiasm of of, of wanting to be part of it. He was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" Man. <laughs> that's
1: awesome.
2: And, so
0: surprising that he swore. That's yeah. <laughs>
2: and yeah, like it, it, I, I've heard like that reaction so many times. Like, but uh, um, it, I, I think from there that's when Fatty and and Jay kind of. S- Brewed a partnership with Chapter House, and uh, and, and but I don't I would only like hear it like secondhand from Fatty or like a person that was working with Jay. That so like Jay said like I mean like he 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 digs your comics like cool like when can I meet him like I want to meet him and then but finally like hanging out with them and like uh he, he's a he's a sweet like. Awesome, friendly dude. Uh, very unassuming to Just, uh, Especially for, like, a guy at in his position. Yeah.
0: Like, crushing it. <laughs> Generally awesome and funny in his movies and stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That so, like, the comics community feels like a close-knit yeah, family. Like, the, like, you're all going to cons together. Is there a lot of hanging out and just networking and stuff like that going yeah. on? Yeah, well, you know, like, there's a lot of... Uh,
2: there is definitely a lot of comic talent in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, compared like, to like that, others, is
0: that pretty recent? It seems like No, to it's, it's, been, it's been okay. like that
2: for, for like ever since I started uh, in in college, at least. Okay. Uh, but but then again, like it, it might have like gone all the way since like when Mark Asquith, who's like the producer of uh, Space, the founder of Space, like when when he was like the the. Owner of, of Silver Snail, and you oh, just bring okay. all sorts of talents, and and that kind of like inspired today's talent now. Like uh, this
0: current generation is Yeah, even Raiders. like the
2: past generation is a,
0: coming back. the people before us.
2: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah, the, like, like, there, there's a good uh, amount of talent that are doing stuff for Marvel and DC that happen to live in Toronto. Or just around here, just a GTA. Yeah. Like you just like Jeff- wondering yeah. if
1: there's like a zone where all the comic artists hang out. Kinda, like, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's,
2: it's Are
1: at you the trying to ca- like break the into their park?
2: I mean, I got some pitches,
0: but yeah. <laughs> you, you know, like,
2: like Toronto is like uh, like it's a great major city. Uh, yeah. that you, uh, it's our New York. Yeah. Uh, yep. But but
0: it, and our LA kind of at the same time like it's a super big creative part of the a, country. And,
2: and the great thing about being a creative in Toronto is we got healthcare. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, and that's the reason why it's great in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's the reason so many people who do end up going down south end up coming back. I think because yeah. they can't. That's that's why, well also legally they're not allowed to be there unless they have all the godforsaken complicated paperwork you have to get to move over there
2: in the first place well and L- leonard kirk who uh was uh, was a captain canuck artist uh before i replaced him and and uh he's doing stuff for he, he's doing like black panther for marvel right now he was american but he, he's he's now living in st Catharines yeah. or niagara right now yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> future podcast guest everybody... uh, when's the first time you saw captain canuck then Cause I, I stumbled f- across the book when I discovered him. Yeah. because uh, that's a pretty big moment when you see somebody. Maybe when was I was you're...
2: twelve or something, but yeah, I, I don't think I've I I saw the comic. I probably like saw a poster of it. Oh, yeah. And so it was like, oh, like he exists. He's like charging out. Oh, yeah. And of course, I made a mistake of going like, like he's part of for Flight. Ah, all right. But then you, then you later on, as you get older and, and learn the facts, like, you hear the story of, yeah, Captain Canuck came out first, and then Marvel, want, like, thought that was a cool idea. They went to Richard Connolly, like, we want to buy the rights off you. Richard Connolly was like, no, like, he's a homegrown hero. He, he must stay in Canada. So Marvel took it upon himself to, like, just create a character named Vindicator, uh, the Vindicator and, and looks exactly yeah. very like <laughs> 95% like Captain Canuck
0: I mean it's kind of fair enough because I mean Marvel's got their own country specific captain going on so I can yeah. Yeah. see a lot of influences going both ways on that one
2: yeah right.
1: Finding,
0: uh... Different origin
2: find... stories, though.
0: Back yeah, the very origins. different. Well, like, Captain Canucks had a couple so different origins as well. Like, he's... Um, yeah, there were a number... Well, okay.
2: Tom Evans, uh, there's classic Tom Evans, who was, like, a Boy Scout. And then there was, like, like some vigilante character in the 90s when they brought him back as new Captain Canuck. But then the, the current series, it's, uh... It's, it's a contemporary look of, of
0: Tom Evans. Oh, yeah, you're, you're right. As soon as you did it, sorry, yeah.
2: <laughs> and, um... Yeah, it, yeah, it, Kalman Andrzejewski... Uh, Andrzejewski is the one that redesigned the, the current Captain Canuck, and that's the one that we're using in our world right now. Cool.
1: I have a friend who did her, like, research, like, her PhD, I think, on if it wasn't Captain Canuck, it was, like... Canadian, it must have been Captain Canucks, because I remember it was uh, like it's funny to see the trickle down because not only is it important like culturally for uh, just the art itself to have like really cool Canadian superheroes but also like people are doing research projects like it's good for academia as well, it's working all the way down
0: especially like there's so much work on Canadian identity and
1: representation Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah my comic was uh was studied, Well, it was part of the syllabus in U of T. And nice. Oh, cool. Canadian comics, or no, just a graphic novel course.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Uh, oh, my and, God, you have to have
0: the lizard walking by that course one day going, eh?
2: <laughs> <I> actually, <laughs> they, they actually, like, paid me to do lectures in university. Oh, cool. <laughs> like, which is weird because I've never, I've never kind of, like, I've never fantasized about going to, like, U of T, but I, I knew a <laughs> lot of people that, that went there and was like, this is awesome to, yeah. that I'm actually speaking to like all these students and they're actually like taking notes of everything I'm saying about the human lizard. Also New York University too. That was another thing.
0: I mean, they'll work on the, the TV show, the Netflix human lizard. Well, project. we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of t- like film production and stuff oh, in New
1: York. That makes sense. Oh no, that that
0: was for uh, their Canadian,
1: okay, yeah, Yeah, because you probably fit like like there's Canadian studies and Canadian like uh, literature and that kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 all your stories, going into that. That's so cool. Look, I have gotta ask this big question because I know Nick doesn't like asking it. Okay, what? The 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 podcast is called the Constant Struggle, Uh right? Oh. so and, but so far like a lot of what we're talking about has been like everything, how awesome is yeah, everything everything like, is coming up millhouse yeah are there is like did you encounter anything along the way that you would consider to be like
2: the uh, co-creations a struggle of the human lizard uh, actually like like my working habits producing my comic because I get I, I normally start like in October
1: yeah or like start right
2: like writing scripts like September, then start, and then, and then like this hibernation
1: break <laughs>
2: through winter, uh, just being isolated in my apartment, just drawing all the pages out for the for the year to come, uh, and so that way when when it's all done, it's already May or June, and I I can just take the summer off to just bum around, but it's that winter season where, yeah, it's, it's cold, lonely, isolated, yeah, yeah. just listening to podcasts oh, and yeah. just being uh, accompanied by self-doubt. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and It's
1: amazing that fears, you still have and, it, considering it, things are still going, like, oh. things are going so well with it, too. Well, and, and,
2: and the thing is, like, sometimes it's like, there'll be a, like... Two weeks of quietness, right? Like, like there's no buzz, and like, and and sometimes it might be something like, where like one of my books was was delayed or something. So it's like, oh great, like, like there's nothing for my fans to be talking about because it's like, uh, like the last book that came out was like five months ago, and it's like, like I feel you like irrelevant or, or like this. I, I feel like I'm trying to fight for my existence. By, by trying to, like, post some, some new stuff to, to let people know I'm still active yeah. in the game.
1: Yeah, so you're, like, you're very closely attached to your fans and on social media and that kind of stuff? Yeah. Is that, yeah. yeah,
2: well, you, you gotta let them know, like, yeah. uh, that, like, new stuff is on the way. <laughs> yeah, I promise
1: you it's coming. Yeah, 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 don't
2: give up on <laughs> yeah. it, yeah.
1: Today,
0: I don't know if I saw a problem. are you writing some of the Captain Canuck as well?
2: Not writing, I'm, I'm uh, I... I just finished drawing. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, issues three and four, okay. like just like as uh, a layout artist, and then Manuel Ch- Chateauneuf will take my layout art uh-huh. and like just puts puts in all the details, and makes it all like beautiful, stunning, and
0: okay, crisp. I was gonna like your. I would say your book definitely has your style in yeah. it. I was wondering, do you change styles when oh, you work on Captain Canuck? Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, like yeah, I, I tried. To like, I I was studying Leonard Kirk stuff, and Leonard Kirk, it he's been in a superhero game for a long time. Like he's been doing, he's been working for Marvel and and DC, like doing Supergirl and all that stuff. So he's got, he's had years of experience before he went back to working on Captain Canuck, and I was like, yes, just studying to collected volumes, and especially, like, his latest issues of Captain Canuck, so I can try to make sure, like... Keep the flow? Or... Measure up <laughs> to, okay. to that standard, uh, especially with the dynamic shots and stuff. And okay. Uh, yeah, like, the, the first draft I did of, of issue number three, like, I had to redo half of the pages. But I, I learned a lot to the point where, like, by the third issue... No, but by, by the second issue that I was working on Captain Canuck, like I've got most of it down, Pat, uh, and it, I think it made me a better artist for my own series. So when yeah, because you're stretching right. yourself exactly, it's and, and like,
1: uh, like sitcom writers have to you have to be able to write the voice of a different like show or a different just, project. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's like you know when like a, 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 I guess a good analogy is like when you're so used to like shooting it like the like like master of none right but then like someone hires you to go okay oh, yeah. we want you to do like this michael bay oh, or steven yeah. spielberg <laughs> picture <laughs> like yeah. blockbuster like, action film yeah. it's like all right <laughs>
1: first i'm gonna need more money yeah <laughs>
2: Which yeah, like they do pay more money oh, compared good, to yeah. my <laughs> purple flame lizard series.
0: Are you, um, like your character, do you have a day job as well? Or are you able to fully focus on, on I, the
2: work? And that's yeah, like uh, yeah, uh, one of the constant struggles is the balance between time management of right. of my comic work and working full time at a library. Oh,
1: you work full time at a yeah, library too,
2: working with kids oh, that dear. drain your energy. Oh, it's true <laughs> every day. Yeah.
0: But you could lay the groundwork for future comic book consumers. Yeah, have you read this? Yeah,
2: but like I, I've I've worked at that library for over twenty years, and I've gone into oh, the point cool. where i I'm, I'm I'm acting, behaving like a veteran. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I'm getting too old for this.
0: So. You're Danny Glovering every yeah. day. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's still remarkable though, because it's like it's, it's so quintessentially Canadian artist too though right like that you still have to work the day job when you're and breeds the it's day pretty day. on brand for this show it is very on brand for this show uh, uh, yeah
0: because I had a point that uh, like we should have the pitiful human lizard on our show if you substitute <laughs> creativity with punching evil in the ball sack yeah he would fit right in the show oh, perfect yeah. if,
2: if, if you dm him on twitter we'll you probably ask him for an interview cool. oh. that
1: would be awesome
0: um <laughs> uh, one of the things I absolutely loved is the first office shot, and you got like the Cisco yeah. Systems phone perfectly, of, like yeah. black with the gray of like yes. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine quite a few uh, artists have drawn that phone while they're sitting in their cubicle at work. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, that's one of the uh, great benefits of working in a, an office setting. It, from my day job, is like I get some inspiration from that yeah. for sure. the comic.
0: I love, I love his interaction with his co-workers and how they... I don't know if I should spoil it, but, uh, yeah, never mind. No, go for it. All right, they know he's the lizard. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but you, you find I mean, that out after the right first issue. Yeah, okay, that's a good
2: point. Uh, like, I'm already, like, 17 issues in. I'm so behind. Yeah. Okay,
0: crap. The the con travel that you do, is is it mainly just in the region, or are you having to go to, like, Vancouver and stuff like that? Oh, you were in Winnipeg. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh thank you so much. I thought that oh, was man. cool, because my
0: wife was in... Winnipeg the like the week before uh, she went for uh, a conference on homelessness oh because you know, she's working on that in, with the province right now and then I saw you were there I'm like everything's coming up Winnipeg right now. yeah
2: well yeah this this year was um, was the year where, where I was like ex- going out of the city more okay like like I was, so at the, at the start of 2017 like a Yeah, I went to, like, Sarnia and Windsor. Like Niagara. No, uh, I I didn't have Niagara Niagara before. I've done Hamilton, but uh, I'm not really great at those shows. Oh, okay. But uh, I went to Montreal, and then I went to Saskatoon and Winnipeg. Like, I'll, I'll go to any... Convention that invites me as a guest, oh, right. it pays for do my they, flight. Yeah, my all right. It, do, do, yeah. do
0: they put you up? Like it's yeah. not you're not out of pocket for going. No, no. Oh, that's free. That's awesome. So you get like a free trip, and you're selling your books when you're out there as well. Thanks
2: yeah. to Jay.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, awesome.
2: he, he doesn't pay for it, but because he's a guest at the like some of the shows that I go to. Yeah, it's uh, I kind of like ride those
0: coattails and always. Well, I'm you're like, why not? you're part of the company. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's awesome. Because, like, yeah, Chapter House had a, a really nice setup at the Mississauga Con. got all your art set up. You had a really decent, like, writers, artist panel. Um, right artist alley writers row whatever it's called that's pretty cool like everybody was all waiting for jay and yeah. then for real comic book fans you could just strike all the people who actually get it and Never. talk to everyone yeah, yeah. so I, I like talk to you and andrew as well the guy who's doing some of the covers for
2: Andrew thomas yeah he's, he's, he's mississauga a mississauga resident
1: yeah uh, i'm gonna i'm taking a couple steps back and you're talking about your process in you're like in the in the wintertime in the cold winter months when you go yes. a lock. what kind what does that look like like how long how often in the day because like we've tried to break down like Nick who's trying who's writing a novel right now like what is his process look like given that he's got to go to work and that kind of stuff and he's got to make sure his children survive and that kind of stuff what uh, is your what is like is it a regular daily schedule that you have to like tick off? Or an an
2: average job uh, an average day would usually be work nine to five. Uh, at the library, come home uh, after like my commute from Mississauga to Toronto. Right. I uh, make dinner. Then at seven o'clock, I, I start make drawing comics until midnight.
1: Cool.
2: If I get to sleep in the next day, because I, if I'm working an evening shift the next day, yes. I'll be up until like two a.m. Right. or sometimes three a.m. Depending on how, how I feel and and yeah. if I if I need to really catch up on my Daily quarter, uh, I, I would push it to the limit.
0: Is it like a panel count or a page count that you?
2: Page want? count yeah. usually. I, I would try to do like four or five pages a day. Cool.
1: Then uh, the story's already written at this point. Oh, yeah. Like exactly. exactly. Like I, I
2: usually do the writing process during the summertime. Usually, right. especially when, when like when I'm more relaxed, I'll be out at a patio just with my notebook and just writing ideas down. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. What do your scripts look like? Do they look like a film script, or are you doing like little thumbnails on the side?
2: Or? Yeah. So, uh, uh, because I, I I do stuff on my own, yeah. Uh, I I just do handwritten notes okay. in my sketchbook because i usually you're not typing it for yourself. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I can. Un- I, I'm the only one that will be reading my writing, anyways. Uh, sometimes I'll pass it on to my to my editor, Allison O'Toole, uh, and and, and she will just give me a general idea of like which if I'm in the right direction or not and and then after that I'll I'll take that Uh, then I would do the thumbnail layouts and then from the thumbnail layouts I'll work big by penciling on the big size 11 by 17 pages and then I ink from there
1: cool yeah so yeah that so it's all done by like hand drawn or is it like electronic
2: now hand drawn very traditional yeah but the coloring is all um, it's all digital. Okay. And the wording, I mean the
0: the lettering. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
1: Interesting. That's so cool. That's like classic art. You know?
0: Yeah. I should have brought some books so you could have seen it while we we're doing. This. Well, now I'm
1: gonna go home and read the books. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
0: Well, when you drop me off, I'll show you. Them. Yeah. Perfect. Um. I was gonna go like super annoying and go like, who were your influences uh, and stuff like that yeah. for your characters, but I, I just wanted to share that I felt like the way you're doing your characters feels to me like Greg Capullo on Batman.
2: Oh, wow. It's
0: like... I don't... I want to say it's, like, wholesome looking, but not in a cheesy way. In a nice... It's like a warm uh, flannel shirt that I'm currently wearing, version of drawing. It's just super comfortable. The message is coming across really easily. You know what's happening in the picture. And you also provide little fun details. Like uh, like the little Hulk statue toy is moving around... um, he's in his desk. <laughs> Lucas's desk Lucas's desk yeah
2: I uh, yeah, never thought about Greg Capullo oh just because uh, 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 no, uh, uh, I, I really I, I, I haven't read like DC comics for a long yeah. while but uh, one of my influences is uh, Daniel Klaus uh, of Ghost World and
1: oh, nice. uh, but, but he,
2: he, he, he yeah he, he's done a series called 8 Ball and he, well, uh, I
1: actually read Ghost World. Yeah, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and, and,
2: and Ghost World, it was like one of those short stories that came out of his series called Eight Ball, which is huh. a, it's an anthology by him of just ordinary people. Yeah. And I was inspired by that as, as well as Adrian Tabet, who's also in in that same kind of genre of, uh, and he he did a series called Optic Nerve of just mundane people and. That's cool. Just making them extraordinary by just uh, so like Harvey
0: people? Like that's, sort of,
2: sort of, yeah. Uh, and and what, what I liked about them, and I, and I discovered them when I was in college, uh, was that they, they were able to capture dialogue like very naturally. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, well, so you kind of get the best of both worlds. You've got like the everyday just people living in Toronto and he's a superhero at the same time yeah yeah that's that's a fun playground to be playing in
2: definitely I, like just just I, I think like their inspirations ha- have helped kept this the series grounded because I want to make these characters feel down to earth
0: yeah I mean that's that's the, that's the huge value of the book like there are so many superhero books and stuff like that and what stands out is the artist's voice but, I mean, every artist has a voice, too, but you're giving Toronto specifically a representation in the medium and stuff. Yeah. People see themselves in the books.
2: And when you, when you pick up my book, it's definitely going to be different, very offbeat compared to, like, any other superhero story. It is,
0: like, literally laugh out loud at times as well. Yeah,
2: like, I, I get to, like, in like issue number two, like, he goes on an online date with someone. <laughs> Issue number seven. He gets lost in the suburbs of Mississauga, <laughs> and he finds his way, tries to find his way back late night in back in Toronto. Um, that you need to be a superhero to do that. Yeah. I mean. yeah um, but you know he, he doesn't have a Batmobile to get back, so he has to like hitchhike along the way or just jog <laughs> late at night because he doesn't have any enough money for a taxi or anything. It's doesn't an expensive. Have ta- fair to yeah. All right. For sure.
0: So when you saw the latest Spider-Man movie, uh-huh. did you kind of feel like they ripped you off when you went to the Burbs? Well... <laughs> um, no, that must be everyone wonders how a superhero would cope in the Burbs. Well, it, it, especially Spider- Spider-Man.
2: Spider-Man's been around for a long while, and I'm, I'm sure like they've touched on some of those aspects. Uh, but the thing was, uh, before that Spider-Man, before like Tim Holland, Tom Holland became Spider-Man, like especially when, when you look at the comics of Spider-Man, like people forgot... That that's where spider-man came from like yeah, he, he, he like he he became such a mature character like yeah. he, he's this Peter Parker became this businessman uh, kind of like this Tony Stark character who, who had his own corporation and, and stuff uh, he, he went through so many drastic uh, tragic events that that altered him and matured him but yeah they forgot about his humble upbringings to the point where like well I'm gonna do my own fresh take of, of a working-class superhero, yeah. and and he's not going to reach that point ever. Uh, he's not uh,
1: Canadian, and we don't. Yeah.
2: And, uh, but yeah, there, there were certain, like, scenes where it was like, man, like, if I didn't see that movie, like, like within f- the next five issues, I would have, like, caught, like, I would have, like, done almost a similar scene of, like, him catching a bike thief. Because there's so many people that ride bikes in Toronto. I would have, like... That could have been something that happened in Human Lizard if... if, uh,
1: Wow, so it's very zeitgeisty, then. Oh, yeah. 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 On the same page. Um, A lot of the stuff you're talking about, I, I have to... I'm reverting it back to my world of improv because I feel like a lot of, like, taking, like, realistic characters uh, and making them, making them fantastic and setting them in, like, real places. That's kind of, like, the, that's kind of what we try to do in improv. But I, I I don't know if that's, like, where we're going artistically right now. Is if it's, like, a representation of the every person. As opposed to just making everything fantastic and glorious and...
2: I think, I think there's, like, a nice, good balance of everything these days, um, especially now that we have, uh, like, like there's a lot of independent comic creators that don't need to depend on Marvel or DC or Image to get their books published. Right. Like, they sometimes, you know, we... we, we we have, thankfully, we have Kickstarter to yeah. create our own stories and the digital it's,
0: world too. Like
2: yeah, it, but the, the whole point is like we, we, we get to speak our own voices.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, from from so many people with different
0: backgrounds. So, yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah it sort of makes sense naturally that that's yeah, how it that's the right now. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think something that you might not be aware of, Bree, but that the comedy world yeah. enjoys with at least Jason's work is uh baseball's kind of a big passion of yours, I'm guessing? Uh, characters like Gruber and Steve.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but also, like, the characters. M- mainly, like, more, like, I think the characters are more into baseball than I am. Oh, okay. I just <laughs> yeah. assume, all
0: right. See, I'm the one who's, like, everything in your writer's work, I assume, is from yourself. Somewhat. Or, like, <laughs> I, I,
2: I, like, I, like, I am a Jace fan, like, casual Jace fan. Uh, oh, okay. But in, in the comic, like, I want, like, yeah I want Lucas to have his own hobbies as well as Kenneth. You is. like
0: you nailed the timing as well cuz the Jays just started getting better around that time. Yeah. And there was such a like a nerd/hipster draw to it. Like people <laughs> people of our age. Yeah. Um be- just the way like baseball stats were getting big. Like it became a huge thing in the city of Toronto. And I was like, yeah you nailed well, it. Well,
2: you know, like when the Jays are winning more games, of course you want to be more excited to like attend a game. Yeah. It's uh, a lot more fun that way. It's a lot more fun that way. Uh, I don't
1: know. it doesn't matter with the Leafs. Either uh, way, no, no, they're are always go. Yeah. I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, because yeah, baseball's not that exciting of a sport yeah, especially a, when your team is losing. Uh, yeah. Oh my to, god, yeah, yeah, it's so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because there's 9 innings.
1: Yeah, hockey's still exciting. Yeah. Yeah probably more so because you're like any second yeah. this could change
2: completely yeah. not yeah. like well maybe in three innings like, like, yeah, there, there was like the, the late 90s when like yeah we were going like through a harsh streak and, with the Jays and like I remember like yeah Pat Tabler was part of that Carl, uh, Carlos Delgado was part of that yeah. but it was like like I remember like watching games with my uncle like he because he, he would get some free tickets and so I would go watch a game with him and I'll just be bored for, like... Oh, man. Because, like, the fifth or sixth innings, like, I'm just going to, like, hang around the vending machines and, like, All right. get some baseball cards that have, like, some more successful <laughs> players. Yeah.
1: I think, um... Smartphones are saving baseball too. Like, cause if the game is garbage, you're still in the seats. So yeah, you can just, like, that's true. Yeah, doing Instagram. Instagram stories or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or, or or yeah, exactly. Why do we watch the games? I'm doing something. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm just hoping for like Chapter House to get so big that you guys could do a cross promotion with the Jays, cause I like the way you've been drawing their uniforms and stuff. Oh, thanks. Uh, You've yeah, I've
1: always it's... been a big nerd. For that I'm a, yeah, I'm a big <laughs>
0: uniform nerd guy. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know where that came from, but it's true. It's true yeah, yeah, I should own that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've been drawing the, the vintage baby blue jerseys yeah, a lot pretty of that. often. Yeah, yeah it's been cool. It the stuff that like that like George Bell would wear or
0: Kelly River. Right. And you did a good job as drawing Skydome. Sometimes when stadiums oh, show up in, in comic books, I'm like, oh, that's not realistic. Also it's just, a stadium. Name. Yeah, I was yeah. big in architecture. <laughs> it's, it's definitely it's the blue. Beca- well, there's that, and like, the Skydome got sea built sea. when I was... Uh, the, like, the perfect age for it. Like, I found it fascinating. Like It's a huge, amazing stadium where the roof moves and everything. It's nuts. So it scarred me for life, apparently.
1: I'm <laughs> not I'm just saying it makes sense as to why that's the kind of thing you would bring up. All right. Yeah. Cool.
0: Could there be a, a cover shot with a lizard on top of the... You know the statues of the fans at Watcher Oh, Center? right. Yeah.
2: Like, like uh, fat Batman mask, yeah.
0: like, watching his city below.
1: Oh. <laughs>
2: I mean, things have to come naturally. uh, I get, I get so many people asking me like, "Hey, is he ever gonna uh, visit like, Oshawa? Is he gonna visit Scarborough?"
0: And like, like, Scarborough could definitely happen naturally. Like, but
2: I mean, like, it depends on the story that I have in mind and and if it makes geographical sense and all. Uh, Do
1: you get a lot of fan art? Yeah, I
2: I, I get fan art. and, yeah, I, I, I post that on my Facebook page.
1: Nice. Yeah. Do you, how do you feel when
2: you get that? Are you kind of like, oh, this is cute? Or... Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it's cool. Uh, no, it's, it, it is flattering because, like, you got to think that, like, yeah, uh, uh, these fans have put time into it and to draw out this character, whether they spent, like, an hour or 30 minutes on it. It's like, that's amazing to, yeah. that they've thought that much about my character. Ooh, have
1: you seen any fan fiction of it yet?
2: Mm,
1: not. Uh, I didn't look into that. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Uh, I'm not on
2: Reddit, so...
0: <laughs> That's it would happen, I guess, yeah. yeah. I had an idea for sure. a okay. Okay. Oh Okay. <laughs> yeah. His great power is well, he, the regeneration, which is awesome, Yeah. and appropriate for the character. Okay. And he's got the sticky thing, right? Yeah.
2: Someone Sticky with, gloves and boots. Yeah, yeah.
0: Get him in a cage covered in Teflon where the stickiness won't work. Right. He's going to be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <At the name laughs> of the, that could be your fan of, art. At the name of the character lined up, oh, it's a girl no. super villain. Okay. <laughs> teflon done. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> All right.
1: Oh, no. Oh,
0: oh, oh, Sorry, oh. I just thought of that other way. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what
1: do you do when fans have a. Uh, stupid um, ideas, <laughs> pitch night. <laughs>
0: Thank you for that, Freak.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: like, uh, I'll, I'll
2: just listen to yeah.
1: you know,
2: until they're finished. Like,
1: All right, good. Great, that information's nice sure. cool. Awesome. Oh, that's
0: I'm going to Reddit as soon as I get
2: I get a lot of those at conventions, especially yeah. from, from people that who are, like, you know, like, I'll pitch my comic trying to sell it, especially, like, early on before when it was Chapter House. And, like, that's when I was busy hustling. And yeah. and I, so I'll, I'll see on my pitch, and then it'll be, like, oh, you know what would make this cooler? And it would give me this idea, and it's, like, but that's already done before. Like, what right. you want is Deadpool. And you, uh. there's plenty of Deadpool comics. Buy that.
1: Oh, if you want something yeah. different, get... My yeah. book Yeah what's unique is that it's coming out of you as well too right? Exactly like, yeah, You can't allow yourself to be too uh, motivated by other people's like, desires and stuff Because then it stops being your thing
2: I- I've had a person who, who's interacting with me like three times And he was like When, when is he going to uh, come to Scarborough? And he's like Well I don't have plans for it Yeah It's like Well when, when he does that's when I'm going to buy your book It's like wow alright <laughs> That's that's your selling point.
0: Oh my
1: goodness! Now he's definitely not gonna come to Scarborough. <laughs> well, yeah, i am probably, probably gonna, I'm gonna do that <laughs> out of spite,
0: really. Scarborough's is the place where all his powers disappear for some reason. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like his Phantom Zone. That's so
0: yeah. That sounds like a troll. Yeah. When when when
1: can people expect the like uh, the next one coming out? Oh yeah yeah.
2: So issue number sixteen. Uh no issue number yeah issue number sixteen. With, which is the first issue He he goes out into, into space uh, That comes out on Wednesday
1: Oh man that's so th- soon
2: This Wednesday And also on that same week I also did this uh, A backup yeah. 16 page story yeah. For Kill Shakespeare By IDW Oh yeah uh, Yeah that's my first IDW gig Which is great uh,
0: Cool Yeah That's a huge Canadian book Yeah by book,
2: Connor by- uh, McCurry And, and uh, Anthony Del Cole uh, so, yeah, I did this, this uh, I illustrated this backup story that Keith Morris, uh, who's also the publisher for Chapter House, he wrote a story, and uh, I got to, like, design some new characters into that series,
1: cool.
2: which is awesome, like, that, like uh, that, that's what I like to do when I, if I'm ever to, like, jump into, like, a new series, uh, is, like, try to, like, leave, like, my fingerprints. Yeah. In there, and, and not like be like another spoke in a wheel of like, you know, if, if I want to do a Marvel story, like I, I don't want to be like another person that did a story on Spider-Man or, yeah, or like, Deadpool. Like, take I, I want to use an underutilized character or like give me a chance, to like make a new character that
1: sp- sp-
2: springs off of a an, an established character.
1: That sounds like fun. I
2: got some ideas. Oh, yeah yeah.
1: Cool. Oh, well, that's so awesome. Thank you so much, Jason. This is so much fun. It's really cool. Dude. Yeah. Thanks, um, we'll thanks post, for having like, me. We'll post as many like links and stuff as we can get to uh, I mean, you, like, your own personal website, sure. social media links and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Facebook.com. Cool.
2: Bird slash Pitiful Human Lizard.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll send people over there. We'll be posting about the episode for the next little while. Sweet. Uh, but thanks so much for doing it. It was so nice to talk to you.
2: Thanks for having me as a guest. Thanks, man. <laughs>
0: So there you go. Episode 43. Jason was a super nice dude.
1: Yeah. I learned so much about comics. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, you did, Bree.
1: Yeah. Why Are you saying you knew it all already? No.
0: Okay. I learned a lot, but you learned way more yeah, because I, I was further in my comics journey. journey yeah, yeah. I
1: knew nothing. Now I've learned so much more and I'm going to go out and buy every single all kid, the, All, <laughs> all the, of comics. the comics. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's a lot of reading. Yeah. Okay. So build time into your schedule.
1: Oh, goodness. Okay. Um listen, if you liked this episode of the Constant Struggle podcast, uh and you want to listen to more episodes, you can go to our website at theconstantstrugglepodcast.com. Uh sorry, .podbean.com.
0: Or if you've got the uh the old Apple app to download podcasts, yeah, iTunes.
1: Just, just go to iTunes.
0: There you go, you can find it there.
1: Uh we And have,
0: messenger pigeons.
1: That's yeah. Well, d- drop them off right at your doorstep.
0: Yep. And don't forget to tip your pigeon.
1: That's right. If you'd like to engage with us on social media uh, about the episode or just in general, we're on Facebook, uh, the Constant Struggle Podcast. We're on Twitter at Struggle Pod, and I think that's it.
0: Yeah, I don't think we have an Instagram.
1: No, because yeah. we're not. It does they're like what are you gonna What are you gonna look at?
0: I don't know if this podcast works with filters.
1: It would just like be various pictures of the microphone.
0: I mean, it is a nice
1: mic. It is a pretty good mic.
0: All right.
1: Thanks so much for listening.
0: Struggle on! You know